Welcome back to Max Out Girl. This is Sharbria Shine, your host, and I am so excited because today we have a special guest, Nicole Marie. Hey, Nicole. Hey, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you today? I'm doing great. So guys, I'm so excited to have her on because Nicole Marie is a film-inspired wedding and personal brand photographer. She serves couples filled with love and joy by creating images that capture the connection and beauty of their relationships for them to share for a lifetime. Not only does she do that, she also creates for female entrepreneurs looking to grow their brand strategically by sharing the story of their business through photos. So I'm so excited because I have a personal story with Nicole. Like <laughs> how I met Nicole is quite unusual. I believe my husband saw that you you had a contest online, correct? I did. That was so awesome. And I believe it was for um, engaged couples, correct? Yes. Yes, an engagement um, photography contest. And yes. we had to like send our love story in, send like a few pictures. It, it was actually a really cool thing. It was such a fun process. And that's how I met Nicole. And we were one of the uh, chosen finalists. And we got to um, choose our location for our engagement photos. And I mean, guys, it was such an amazing process. Just meeting Nicole. She was just so nice and so friendly. And she just made, like, the whole experience magical. Like, seriously. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm a person that if people know me, they know I love pictures and I obsess about them. And she just really captured it. And it was just such a sweet moment. And being able to be in Chicago, the city that we all love, it just really captured everything. And so it was just so beautiful. And then she she took it a step further, guys. She blogged about it. <laughs> <laughs> It was such a sweet experience. Um, let's talk about uh, wedding photography. So how did you begin? Like, how did you get started in wedding photography? Oh, my gosh. It was kind of a roundabout way of how I got how I got to where I am today. Um, I was completely that kid, like, who loved to document every part of their life. And I always had a camera on me before we had phones with cameras, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of old school. Um and I fell in love with photography truly, though, um, when I took a film class in college. And I thought, okay, this is magical. I love being able to um, go in and, like, create images and um, capture them. However, I just – I didn't listen to that inner voice of how much I loved it. And I – Okay. Um, and I continued along my – the career path that I thought I wanted. Um, and uh, – Which was – what was that? Um, well, in college, I was pre-med and then okay. <laughs> I took, um, I'd had an internship class and then ended up deciding to go into, um, into being a special ed teacher, um, okay. because of that internship class that I took. Um, and so I did that for several years, but then, um, when, I was planning my wedding and, um, having kids, I saw, um, I saw photography again in a way that I hadn't seen it before. Uh, I wasn't interested in doing photography previously because I thought I needed to be an artist in an art gallery. And that just wasn't what I necessarily wanted. I wanted like life and love and those kinds of, of things. Yeah. Um, and so when I saw, when I saw it through that lens, I decided, you know what, this is something that I would like to pursue. And I started learning all I could about, um, running a business and to actually taking photos. Um, cause when I took the class in college, I learned film. Um, and now I shoot with digital cameras. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. 
So that's a pretty cool story. I love how you said you didn't listen to kind of like that inner passion, that inner voice. And, you know, I really encourage the women who listen um, to really max out in life and really to live their best life. And I think sometimes we feel pressured for so many different reasons, depending on who you are, like to go after a certain career path, whether it's because of our parents' expectations or um, the amount of money we think we may make or may need to make or just because we want to be respected in our community. And I think in the times we live in, it's this is such a great time to really just live your best life and go after a passion because just with social media and the internet, there's so many ways that you could just go about it. And I love that you, you refound your love. And I think that's an amazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so let me ask you a question. So you seem to love love. I look at your social media and, you know, you really capture love and just engagement photos and families. And what really captivates you about that? Because I see that's kind of your focus, right? It's completely, I, I have, I absolutely adore the fact that I get to be a part of a day in somebody's life that they're choosing to commit a lifetime with this other person. And I think it comes from, I just, I've always loved a good love story and um, like romantic comedies. My, one of my favorite um, (laughs) movies ever is love and basketball. Like I just, I, Oh my God, (laughs) my husband loves that. And I do too, honestly, but that's his like ultimate like love story. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's so good. Um, (laughs) But I love, I love a good love story and I love, I love seeing it and I love seeing the way two people connect and, and yeah. that look in their eyes um, when they see each other. A lot of times when I'm photographing um, the couple individually, I'll tell them to like, look at their, the person they love and you can see it in their eyes. It is there that, and it's just something <laughs> you can't like, there's not a word for it. It's a feeling. And um, I need more words for the word love. Cause <laughs> it is such a magical thing to be a part of. It is. Wow. Wow. So let's talk about love stories. So I know that you're married. How long I have am. you been married? I've been married for nine years. Wow. <laughs> congratulations. That Thank is amazing. You. Thank so you. how did you guys meet? Um, kind of funny. We met in chemistry class. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but didn't start dating then. We were both in like long-term relationships and we, um, we met each other. So we had each other in chemistry class, but um, we both did martial arts together. And um, it wasn't until a year after college where we were spending time in the same um, groups that um, we were both no longer in a relationship and we decided to hang out just by ourselves. And it, it grew from there. And we, from that moment on, like we spent all of our time together. Wow. So was it like an immediate spark? Was it gradual? Because, you know, I have a single satisfied movement and women have so many different like perceptions of how it should be. Some are like, I got to have an an initial, you know, spark. And some are like, you know, well, if I don't have that, it's it's not going to work. And some are like, well, we started off as friends. There was no spark and then it grew. And then now he's my husband and it's amazing. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, (laughs) what was, what was it with you? Um, So there definitely wasn't, the the initial spark we were both in we were both in long-term relationships I mean we met in college so I was still dating a high school boyfriend he was dating his college sweetheart um yeah and so we didn't see each other in that way per se yeah um yeah and then yeah we it came out of friendship like in spending time together and um when we were doing martial arts together we were both training like three to four hours a day um okay 
And so I think you, when you spend that much time with somebody and you're working on improving and um, it just, it kind of grew over being together so much probably. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's so awesome. So basically just that camaraderie and just getting to know each other and that friendship yes. just really built that. Yeah. So when was it when you were like, okay, I think this is the one like, or, or did he discover it first? How, how was that? Um, I, I would say that we probably felt it around the same time, but, um, he was the first person that I felt comfortable. Like, I think prior to dating him, like, I wouldn't say that I necessarily played games, but I was hesitant to share how I felt immediately. I wanted to wait Uh to know that the other person felt the same way. Um, gotcha. Yeah. And so protecting yourself, protecting myself. Um, yeah. And I felt, I felt like I could just be honest with him. And so I think about a month and a half into it, like I, I was able to say confidently, this is how I feel, but please don't share anything back right now because <laughs> I just want to like be honest with you in a way that I've never been honest before. So, wow. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really, so you felt like you could be vulnerable with for him. sure. For sure. And that's awesome. I think that's so true. Cause I, I kind of can feel where you're coming from. I think I could speak for myself where in the past I wanted to really protect myself, my heart, because I don't want to be disappointed or broken right. or, or I don't want somebody to use like my information of how I feel against me. Right. You know? Right. And so I definitely can see where you're coming from. And, and you're so right. Like same with my husband, I was able to be like vulnerable and just honest and feel safe in that and not feel like yes. he's going to take that information and run with it or try to use it or manipulate me. And I think that's important. Yes. So ladies, you hear that? Like, it's so important to be able to feel comfortable because if this is going to be somebody you're going to spend the rest of your life with you better be able to be comfortable with them yes and I think the other thing is is I had spent prior to that because I'd been in long-term relationships wanting to know like how will you know how will you know and I I honestly with him I just knew like it was a feeling within me that like I had been looking for this knowing and it it was immediate well not immediate like a month and a half but you know (laughs) Well, but that's still, that's still pretty immediate. Yeah. No, because that's the same with me. People are like, how did you, because me and my husband, we married within a year of knowing each other. That's so cool. And I know that's kind of rare. Yeah. Some people were judging it. You know, they're like, oh my God, you know, (laughs) but I'm like, we knew what we wanted and it's not like we were 12, you know, like, you know, we. We knew what we wanted. We were in our mid thirties. He was like 40. It's like, we knew what we wanted. Like I knew what I, I've been in relationships, you know, I had a past and it's like, I know what I want. And I think, you know, people might judge it, but I think when it comes to your love story, that's between you and the other person. And you have to just go with how you truly feel, you know? And of course you have to use wisdom, you know, and those types of things. You can't be foolish, but I love the stories where you hear about that. And then you, they tell you, oh, we've been married for 20, 30 years. And the funny thing about it was, some people, you know, tried to make me feel bad for how quickly we got married. But then it's so crazy how things work is different times. Uh, people would encourage me. I remember going to the chiropractor. It's such a funny story. And my chiropractor, literally, I asked him nothing about his personal life. He's like, so are you, you know, engaged yet? He never even knew I was with anybody. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, let me tell you the story about me and my wife. They had literally met and like married within like three months. Oh my God. And they were like, yes, it was a crazy unusual story. Yes. Not that I'm telling you ladies to go do this, but I'm saying like he had, I think like a mutual friend and they knew of each other. 
and they got married and like they've been married for like 30 years three kids later and it's like oh my god like and so I had stumbled upon stories like that that kind of helped me be reassured you know but but again it's kind of like what you said it's such a a mystery but I knew seriously I knew that he I just knew like I knew it and when I and we were long distance we lived 12 hours apart so that was even crazier right and so it was just like having that but what I can say about having a long distance relationship is you really get to build a strong foundation because I mean there is no oh let's just hang out or hug or whatever it was just all like communication 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 right but that was so good because like I got to know so much about him you know yeah so so yeah that's awesome that's phenomenal I think I the more I've learned about love and hearing people's love stories is like you when you're not the one in the relationship like there's there's a little bit of letting go of what you think the story should be. Definitely. Because I mean, before, before um, shooting weddings, like I would have never have thought long distance relationships could work, but then I met you guys and I can't tell you how many of my couples recently I've met have done long distance relationships, have done it well, supported each other from afar and like their, their love grew I mean, I think there's just such power in letting go of the story of what you think it should be. Yes. And you're so right, because can I be honest with you? I was not into long distance relationships. I thought that he lived like four hours away, which still wasn't that cool to me. But I was just like, "Ah, I may not even work out. So I was like, okay, you know, like it wasn't a big deal to me. I was like so nonchalant about it. I'm like, yeah might not even work out and we had a mutual friend and she kept saying no like I think you guys would be great he inquired about you I think you'd be great so I'm like okay whatever mm-hmm. but do you know like she thought he still lived in Ohio because that's where they used to live but he actually lived 12 hours and I didn't wow. find that out until I had already started liking him it was the craziest wow. thing and I was like I've been tricked <laughs> <laughs> I was like and I told him I was like if I would have known if she would have told me you live 12 hours away immediately I would have just said no right. because honestly you're right like I wasn't a fan of long distance relationships. I'm like, oh, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. And it was like too late by the time, you know, I found out it might've been a week later from when we started talking. But to be honest, like by a week, I was like, no, like this is something special. I'm not going to give it up for, because of the distance. So I always laugh. I always say he tricked me. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. I had to let go of how I thought my love story would be. Cause Mm. I think when we hold on to, an expectation or the way that we feel it has to be, I think you could miss out on some of the most beautiful things in life. And I think with love and relationships and even me being a newlywed now, I'm learning that like I had a perception of how marriage should be, how the couple should be, how he should be my husband, how I should be. And like that causes more problems than just letting go and loving, Yes, you know? And now I'm learning to just let go of those expectations and loves and just see how, you know, we are as a couple. It doesn't matter how maybe society says it should be or how someone else's marriage is. It's like be who we are and just let that be beautiful and grow together. And that's what I'm trying to learn even in these early stages because, of course, everyone has their perceptions or expectations, right. you know. But I'm learning to let go and just love. And it's a, it's actually beautiful when you do that because you just let it be what it's supposed to yes. be instead of trying to force it. Or create it to be what you want it right. to be. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's so awesome. So, have you, like, in hearing love stories, have you heard of any really unusual ones? Like, mine's a little unusual. Have you heard of any others? Um, oh, off the top of my head, I can't think of any. I think I think what... Oh, no, that's okay. Uh, I think, honestly, what has surprised me the most is just, like I said, I had this view of what... Um, of 
of what works and what doesn't work. And I think I get, I think over and over again, I get to hear people's stories and it, it takes my, my opinion of what, what would work and blows it out of the water. Like hearing that you guys, yeah. Um, hearing your story and then finding out that you're going to get married within a year of, of meeting each other. Like, I mean, you just, that's not anything that you could plan yourself, you know? Exactly. You're right. And if I, if, and if anybody would have told me, I would have rejected it. <laughs> like if somebody would have been like, Char, like you're going to get married within a year, me and it's going to be long distance. I'd be like, absolutely not. I am not doing that. You're crazy. That's dumb. Like I would have like, like really told somebody that. But I mean, I'm so glad I did. Like he's so amazing and we, we mesh so well. And, and that doesn't mean that we're perfect, right. but it's just, I know that this is a life partner that I can like do life with the hard times, the good times, the great times. And I think that's very important. And the friendship, like you said, that's key. Do you have a a friend in that person? Someone that you can be vulnerable with? Because I'm sure, you know, you've been married nine years, (laughs) all kind of, all kind of stuff comes up, you know? Yes. (laughs) I mean, it's just life. And it's like, you want someone that you can deal with stuff with conflict and all kind of, you know, it's just things to think about. And I think like with my singles group, I tell women like all the time, like those vows, you really have to think about what you're saying. Like, I think we, we just think about the wedding and the beautiful parts Mm. and it's like, but you have to remember like in life, even when you're single, there's ups, there's downs, there's good times, there's sorrow, there's, you know, devastation. It's like same in marriage. It's just life. And so when you're, when you're making these vows, you're saying these things, it's like, really think about what you're saying. So when those tough times come, they probably won't last forever, but when they come, you know, that you're realizing, okay. You can't judge your whole marriage based on a moment, right. you know? Right. <laughs> you, you can't. And I, I've seen people do that. And, and then they regret it. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm done. And then they regret it. And they're like, oh, my God, like, that was the best person. <laughs> you know, like, we were just, they were just struggling through a tough time. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So for me, being a newlywed, I'm trying to learn as much as I can about just being a wife and love and relationships. Because it's, for me, it's just important just to get knowledge, you know, yes. and hear other people's stories and stuff. I agree. Um. So what would you say, what advice would you give to, or encouragement would you give to a woman who's waiting for a love story of her own? You've heard a bunch of love stories. You see love like probably all the time because you're dealing with it and you're blogging right. about it and you're getting it on camera. Mm-hmm. What kind of advice or encouragement could you tell her? I think it's, um, it's the same theme that keeps coming up in our conversation. It's the, um, it's, it's that it's, it doesn't have to be exactly how you picture it to be it doesn't have to be the story that you've created in your head for it to be yeah this most amazing relationship that you actually wanted my my I would have never have thought that I would have ended up with my husband um prior Mm -hmm. to dating him prior to getting to know the person he is fully like in the way that the way that he loves and the way that he cares Um, I wouldn't have known, had I, had I gone with, um, I guess any of the parameters of what I would have wanted in, to begin with in the very beginning of meeting him, we wouldn't have ended up dating. Um, yeah. So I think letting go of the story that you're telling yourself of what it needs to be is a really powerful thing to do. Yeah, that's awesome. So you would have to say kind of like what you said we were talking about earlier, you kind of just have to kind of let go and experience that person to really see. Yeah, I think that's a big one because I hear a lot 
of oh he's not my type mm-hmm. oh he's not this oh he's not that and don't get me wrong I I do believe attraction of is course, very, very important of course. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely definitely but I even know some very unusual stories where it was like you know the woman was just being so picky and it's not the wrong being right. picky because I was too but I just think you know she was just like oh he was short or he was this he was that and then was gonna totally discount him and then she just went out with him for a friend and then she was like oh my god he's like the best right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it like really grew and I just think that sometimes we do have to give things a shot. Yes. Like you said, out of the, and maybe a little bit out of the norm, kind of like my story, you know, yeah. this is thing. Because, man, I just see, like, oh my God, like if I would have said no to that just because it was a long distance relationship, oh my goodness, the blessing that I'd be missing right. out on. Like, you know, and so I love how you said you kind of just got to let that go. And, and ladies, when you hear us say that, we don't mean let go of your standards, oh, no. let go of your deal breakers. <laughs> That's not what mm-hmm. we're saying. But we're saying sometimes you have to be, <laughs> just a little bit open-minded to some things that like she said the story is a little bit different from the story you've created in your head and I think that there is power in that I think that is very important so this is kind of like a funny question (laughs) when you like have taken pictures of couples is there ever a couple where you're just like "Mm, I don't know if they're gonna make it (laughs) (laughs) um I have actually been fortunate enough that I haven't um photographed couples that that that's really happened like maybe oh that's good <laughs> maybe one time where <laughs> I was gonna say it's always one where you're like mm, I don't know this body language or the way they're talking yeah, to each it was other, just, just the right. words they were using towards <laughs> each other it, but they were both doing it so maybe for them that's their love language works. right you know yeah like, maybe that works yeah um so for <laughs> So I can't say completely, funny. but you know, <laughs> oh my goodness, that is funny. Yeah, because I, I've seen like, I don't know what shows it is, but like back in the day I would watch like wedding shows, I think, or something. And and I heard it was a photographer and he was like, I can tell within like, I don't know if he's like 30 minutes, if it's going to work or it's not going to work. I don't know. It was just so <laughs> funny. And it was some show. I can't remember. And it was hilarious because you were they were showing like the couples and it was like, man, it was tough. <laughs> they were really like, like you said, kind of just the body language where they were talking to each other. It's pretty bad. But but like you said, maybe that's their love language. That's why they're good for right? each other. Someone else, <laughs> like maybe someone else can't handle that. But for them, I always say there's there's somebody for everyone. Yes. So you're right. But <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on. Like, I love like checking your Instagram page out, seeing like the photos you're taking. They're so beautiful. They're so amazing. And ladies, (laughs) oh, thank you. And ladies, if you're, if you need a photographer, she is the one, like she's just so amazing. And honestly, the pictures are beautiful, but the experience is even more beautiful. And for me, to be honest, that's something that I'm really big on the customer experience. And she was amazing. And not only that, even with my wedding dress, that's why part of the reason why I chose, I went with that place because out of all the places, they were the ones that made me feel amazing. And guys, you will not be sorry. Like she does wedding photography, but also for entrepreneur females as well. So if you're looking for a photographer, Nicole Marie is the one to go with. So thank you so much. Where can I find you, Nicole? Um, So you can find me on Instagram at Nicole Marie photo, Nicole with a K. Um, Okay. Um, or my website at NicoleMarie.com. So that's N-I-K-O-L-E-M-A-R-I-E.com. All right, ladies. Well, you've heard it from her herself. Go ahead and check her out. 
Um, and also, you know that you can check me out on all social media at Sharbria Shine. Follow Max Out Girl on Twitter and Instagram. Go to Sharbria.com for courses, resources, and more exciting things. And if you're interested in Single and Satisfied, the Single Woman's Guide to Fulfillment, also with the workbook, go ahead and check it out there as well. So we hope that we said something today that encouraged you and elevated your thinking. And always remember to Max Out Girl. This is Sharbria Shine, your host, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.